0: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community,
1: this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North
0: Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon.
1: Hello everybody, Um, this is Pastor Solomon coming to you again here uh, from the studios of M 980, him as the mission. Um, what a great uh, partnership that we have. We're excited that we continue to um, take on this journey and where we are able to encourage you and speak the words of God in, and bring into into your homes or wherever you are. Uh, just be a blessing to you. Uh, Spirit of Lord Church is the sponsor. We are 1001 Pan Avenue North um in Minneapolis and we do have our services at 10:30 a.m. in the, on Sunday mornings and then Tuesdays at 6:30 p.m. we have our Bible study and um you know God continues to bless and increase in ways that we can't even imagine and so uh we appreciate all the support all the prayers i'm in the midst of our location where there is um, a surge in violence and um, other vices. God's grace still bounds and we we are we're grateful to God for His shield of protection and to, and making us a beacon right in the middle of North Minneapolis. Um, again, this is Pastor Solomon coming to you. And this month, um, we want to switch and focus on stewardship. Um, so uh, the previous month we had talked about. Uh, maximizing your potential, and I had my my brother on the studio with me the last two episodes, uh, Reverend Mark Jomo, and if you missed those, go on am 980 com, and on the podcast, look for Isaiah 61, and you would be able to catch up on what you've missed. Hopefully, you don't miss much, but uh, just Saturdays at 2 p.m., Keep that dial on AM nine eighty to make sure that you are catching all that um, good conversations and and words that God has. Um, now this month in in stewardship, I want to really r- break down um, you know the concept, and hopefully you would be able to you know, follow along and understand some of the basics of um, of how God and how God defines stewardship, how He has said it, and and actually made plain in His Word, and it's throughout. It reverberates throughout all Scripture about how God is the owner, right? God is the owner. God um, owns everything uh, that we see, everything that we don't see. Um, literally, He is the all in all. Um, and he created a domain, his sphere of influence that he he has control over. Right, even though he owns the entire earth, right, he has his kingdom where he the kingdom of heaven. Right, it's it's sort of like a country, if you wanna if if you wanna use that term um but then on the larger scale he says that the earth is mine and every man of god every patriarch every apostle got that revelation and 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 had that internalized within them so in exodus chapter 9 verse 29 we hear Moses uh speaking and moses said unto him as soon as i'm gone out of the city i will spread abroad my hands unto the lord and the thunder shall cease neither shall there be any more hail that thou mayest know that the earth is the lord's so moses was saying here that through him God is going to make the thunder and the hail cease when He stretches His hands unto the Lord, and that would be a sign for the Egyptians, Pharaoh, and his men to know that the earth is the Lord's, so the entire earth belongs to God. We go to Deuteronomy ten fourteen. It says that behold the heaven and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's thy God, the earth also with all that therein is. i read that again. Behold, the heaven and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's thy God, the earth also with all that therein is. Right? So Paul did get the revelation and he wrote it in in his in, in the fact that there there's a third heaven, which is the which is the throne room of which is the throne of God, where God's office is, if so to speak, right. And the Bible talks about Jesus seated, being seated at the right hand side of the Father, interceding for us. Now, yes, so there are there. Three heavens, there's the first heaven, second heaven, and the third heaven is where God actually resides. And we get a glimpse of what goes on when you when you read the Old Testament and how he had them decorate and design the temple. And then you also get a sneak peek, actually a, a bigger scope of what Goes on in heaven in the book of Revelation by John. So, behold, the heaven and the heavens, the heaven of heavens is the Lord's, thy God, the earth also, with all that therein is. We're trying to establish a point. We're trying to build and get to a place where we understand that everything that there is that we see is the Lord's now in, in our language, let's say if they say I own Minneapolis, the city of Minneapolis, right? It may be the land, but consequently, because I own the land, I own everything on that land. I own everything. So, so, Owner of something or a particular place does exert influence and has total, you know, ownership of everything, every single thing. So, which means that down to the minute thing is in possession or, or is under the ownership, under the authority Of the owner. Psalm 24, David also understood this. And so David said that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Right? So David came to the realization, right, that God owns everything. The fullness of the earth belongs to him everything even the people that dwell in it the birds the fish you know the the animals the insects all that you can think about belongs to god and it's not is it's not a parable it's not figurative it's is actuality it's what is actual so it's it comes full circle when we get that revelation and live in that reality of God's domain and God in within God's word that establishes that God owns everything. Now, 1 Corinthians 10, 26 did echo this, what David said in Psalm 24, verse 1, said that for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof for the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof and we jump to verse 28 we say but if any man say unto you this is offered in sacrifices to id unto idols eat not for his sake and showed it and for the and for conscience sake for the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof i'll i'll go and um i'll read that again Verse 26, 1 Corinthians 10, 26. 26 for, the earth, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If any of them that believe not bid you to a feast, and ye be disposed to go whatsoever is set before you, eat, asking no question for conscience sake. But if any man say to you, this is offered in sacrifice unto idols, eat not for his sake. That showed it. And for conscience sake, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. All right, we'll stop there. So the first time I read it, I didn't read verse 27. So it was broken. But now you get a full glimpse, right? Um, Paul is saying that everything that dwells in here belongs to God. But it's okay if you 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 are you you get to a place and you're t- said, hey, this is not prohibited in this place because of their conscience. You 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 just abide by what they uh, believe or how they do things, right? So, in order to win people to Christ. Paul, you can be all things to all men as long as you're within the confines of Scripture. That's okay. But we see here that um, this concept and this truth of God being the one that owns the earth reverberates. It just reverberates throughout the entire Scripture. Knowing that God is the owner, of everything that we are. Yes. he, did, he, he He's the owner of, of everything that there is. So once we establish that, then we can start to taxi and get ready for takeoff. Because everything that we have, we own, um, in our terms... Belongs to God. I'll say that again, everything that we are and we own, whether you inherited it, whether you worked hard for it, oh my this my heart earned money. Yes, you did, but it belongs to God. It belongs to God. Oh, I I'm so gifted and that's God depositing that into you. Oh, I, I was able to create this. I was able to come up with this concept. Yes, that belongs to God. So people trademark um, their their work, which is great. It's awesome, but see, God is the source of of that. Now he's he's not the author of confusion. He's not the source of all these addictions. Is is because man decided to allow the things that god created to dominate them so then you're in the wrong category when you you have a form of addiction because you're allowing something that God created you to dominate to actually influence you and that's why that is contrary to to kingdom principles wherever wherever you are or whoever you 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 are once you're under um any type of addiction you know whether any type of addiction that is not God's will that that doesn't happen in God's kingdom right it doesn't mean that people uh people get to a place where they 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 get delivered and and they experience the the true power of God, releasing them from from that. So that is by no means saying that, you know, nobody gets addicted. But God's desire is that once we get to him, he just releases us to be the best that we can under no influence and we live his promise, which is to dominate the earth, which is to dominate the earth because he owns the earth. He wants us to dominate. He wants us to have control. Why? Because he has set us to be managers. He has set us on this earth to determine what happens next, how things roll, how things come about, how, how we orchestrate to make everything that he owns nice. And become the best that it can be. We'll be right back after this break. To dive further. Um, And then the next episode you would um, hear more. So this is Isaiah 61 by Spirit of the Lord Church. This is Pastor Solomon. We'll be right back.
0: Here's a glimpse into how God is using AM980, The Mission, for His purposes. About two years ago, I came to faith when my dog passed away. God, he called me and used that moment, you know, to steer me towards him. And I listened. I accepted. And um, I took the time. I read the Bible. I I actually used 980 The Mission, and all the wonderful programs that they offer to help explain it to me as well. Share your story at 651-289-4434.
1: Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of Lord Church, um, 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. And before we got to the break, we did um, pretty much go through scripture, a few scriptures to establish the fact that God owns the earth and everything in it. So you're wondering, yeah, um, you're wondering where this comes from where that comes from it comes from god because everything that we see now god spoke into existence so before the beginning everything that we see now existed it was just not as defined now god spoke and the earth came into existence he separated night from day the waters from the land and all that, and he spoke into existence of vegetation, trees, all that, animals, and 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 everything that was at the beginning. And then he molded man and created man to, to be in his likeness. And then God said, "Look, Adam and Eve, look, I'm going to have you manage." the garden i'm going to have you manage everything that i've spoken to existence and you bring out the best in it so we see wood. Wood comes from trees we, we see we see all these phones and they come from precious m- minerals and 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 things that are mined from under the earth right so everything we see the cars that we see nothing it was taken from an external source where we cannot where where we don't know of everything actually comes from the earth so the earth is is truly um the the a womb right that incubates and brings forth right so then it takes it takes a dream it takes um, a seed, an idea, to birth into something um, that we see. It, it, so you, you have a dream, you have a goal, you have a vision, you have a plan. You harness that, and you work it, and then you see the f- you in f- the fullness of time. You see that oh my, this is my brainchild right and that idea that concept came from god right it came from god god actually gave you the ability to create that which um, is in existence now so he he allows us to function within the confines of his word now as we go further, I want to also point out that as much as the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness that in the fullness thereof, right, and everything that is in it, God also has established His kingdom, and His kingdom are people that actually say, "Look, I am tired of rebellion. I'm. I want to align myself to God. I want to be." Um, I want to come back home to my father. And for those, he puts them in a category and calls them that they are part of the kingdom of heaven. So John the Baptist came along and he said that repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent for the kingdom of God is is near. Right. And Jesus came and he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near in you is here now it's in you it's in you but we're gonna we're gonna build on that in in subsequent episodes so stay tuned for that but i want to i want to go back to genesis and and remind everybody that god created right man to govern or manage what he spoke into existence. But then he also said, look, I'm going to put a tree in the garden, wherever it was, but that tree would have been central. And I believe that it was purposeful that anytime they looked at that tree was a reminder that they didn't own The garden. They didn't own anything. They didn't own the earth. But they were just managing. See God. Always. Puts certain things. In place. In our lives. Certain people in our lives. Certain things. In our lives. To remind us that. He is. Still the owner. He is still the owner. And he just wants us to. Follow his instructions. Follow his instructions. What does that mean? That means that we want to do this, we want to do that, we have our preferences. But what is God's instruction? Oh, I feel like I want to do this. I won't feel like I want to get this. I feel like I don't want to go to church. What is God saying? What is God's instruction to you? And so in order to avoid any confusion and people hear differently, you know, people would assume that certain things are, are God, are originate from God. But we when we clearly distinctly hear God's voice, it just aligns with his word in Scripture. All right. So God always wants to remind us that we don't own anything. We don't own anything, we're just stewards, we're just managers, we're just custodians and he's put us here for that purpose. And so let us not get to a place where we feel like, oh, I this is mine, this is my." Next week we're going to dive deep into how we can manage what God has given to us and that's the entire purpose of, of stewardship to manage what God has given to us so that when he comes, he can say, well done, thy good, thou good and faithful servant. Again, this is Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. I'll be back with you next week. So stay tuned to AM 980, The Mission, Saturdays at 2 p.m. for Isaiah 61. God bless.